yeah. I don't know. 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 Cause I'm stepping on my toes, but I don't stop. I may flip side on my socks. My black ribbon on my socks. Yay! Okay, now I can do it. All right, everybody. It's your girl, Joy Has Questions, coming with another amazing podcast show. This is super dope. This is my first live show. Okay, so I'm over here. Thank you. Yes. I am here with the Jupiter Network. My girl Tiffany put this together. We were sitting there in Beloit. I was broke that day, so she, like, got me some French toast. And I was like, ooh, this is cute. What you thinking about doing? I want to be on. So she definitely offered for me to come on the show, so I'm super happy and appreciative. This is amazing what she has put together. Okay? There's so much to do in this city, and so I'm super excited. So let's get right to it. I have one of my besties. When I tell you this girl, like me and her started off in the trenches, and now she has her own business, her own brand, literally Brand Chicago, which is about bringing millennials together in the creative space because we are tired of hearing no and watching a bunch of weak-ass okay. creative come out that we ain't got nothing to do with. Yes. So it is about time that we reclaim that narrative. So without further ado, I have my girl Brittany Applegate here. Oh, Hi, babe. Hello, Joy. Hi, everybody. Hello. Yes, yes. Um, so first and foremost, you already know how I do it. I am starting off with the You Better Know segment. Okay, You Better Know. So I was really trying to think about, like, okay, how did I want to do this? I wanted to keep it cute. You know, by day, Tiffany is a lawyer. By night, she is a Wonder Woman. So I actually found, I actually found, like, a bomb-ass lawyer story. So basically, Ada Fisher was born in 1924 to a reverend family. So you already know she was a preacher's kid getting it, probably. No shades on T. Ada. But I just feel like all the preacher's kids always got that story, That's you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's so she basically grew up in a really great household. She was valedictorian of her school. She was booed up like LMA by the time like she was 19. Life is looking great for her. And then she decides, hey, I want to get my law degree at the University of Oklahoma. The only problem is Oklahoma's like, oh, sis, we don't do melanin, so you can't come here. Her brother had faced the same issue, so he was just like, oh, hell no. I'm not dealing and waiting on y'all to get ready. I'm just going to take my happy ass to U Street. I'm okay. going to D.C. to Howard, and I'm going to get my law degree. Ada basically was like, I got time today. So she linked up with Thurgood Marshall and decided that she was going to sue the school to allow her to be able to go and get her degree. Oh, wow. Long story short, she won became, if not the first, one of the first black women lawyers in Oklahoma. So I definitely just wanted to highlight her for the You Better Know segment because this was a badass black woman yes. that literally said, fuck that, you are going to listen, hear me out, and I will be on my Olivia Benson yes. getting these cases off. So, okay, and she was gorgeous. Look at this picture. Got a little cute pixie Oh, yeah, guy. she was gorgeous. I know, right? She was cute. Google her. Edges for days. Google her. So now moving right along to the part that I love. So according to IG, let's talk about it. Okay. Last week, Cardi B had a complete love and hip hop moment. I know. Was throwing shoes and we all know what happened. Now her bags are potentially being stopped. And I say that with air quotes. Because her lipstick with Tom Ford just sold out. I know. So it's not like her bags are being stopped. First and foremost. How did you feel about the situation? Because I know you were sitting there like, this girl. Yeah, I mean, so I, I understand both sides of it. I feel that 
Cardi B is Cardi B. Like, I was a fan of Cardi B when she was on Love & Hip Hop because I love watching Ratchet TV on VH1. It was so. like seeing my cousin every Monday. Yeah, like, I, I loved her. Like, the same energy that she gave that night uh, to Nicki Minaj is the same energy that she was giving on Love & Hip Hop. Um, and the girl is still young. So I kind of feel as though what you see is what you get. I, I wasn't surprised. On the other end of it, though, I'm like, girl, you know, Typically, we be like, meet me outside. Right. Like, I, I understand, like, the on-site. Sometimes on-site is like, I got you on-site in these streets or on-site at, you know, maybe a, a, the basement party or, or the picnic or whatever. But at an event like that, I feel like it's more so meet me outside. Like, I'm going to whoop your ass outside. And so I feel like she probably could have took the meet me outside, Nikki, kind of route, but she didn't. But either way, I don't care. She is who she is. I just probably would have been like, meet me outside. That that me would have came out. What do you think? So, okay, I had talked about this last week when it happened. Okay. But Nicki Minaj, the only time she got hands is when she is handing them to her manicurist. Like, I agree. Stop the lie, girl. Yes. You are not about to sit here and put paws on nobody. Yes. This, you ain't little scrappy. Go yes. home. I think the bigger issue that I was seeing from the situation was how a lot of black people were bringing up, like, oh, no, we can't be acting like this in front of these yeah. white folks. Fuck that. Yeah. And, and that's really how I felt because I'm like, if you are willing to sit here and be your authentic self yeah. and you're willing to take our authentic black-ass dollars whenever we sit here lining up to buy whatever P Emilio Pucci or Gucci or Prada yeah. or whatever we out here car cracking yeah. for, then you are going to take all of it. Yeah. And that's the thing. White people have no problem coming into our spaces and being a true authentic yep. self. So I don't want to hear about the pearls being clutched and all the gas yeah. and everything because she was her authentic self. And I think like the, the backlash that we have with, you know, our black brothers and sisters who, you know, make that space seem as, you know, when you are in a white space, you can't be yourself. I kind of feel like we could have, we could have narrated that differently. We could have said that was the wrong place in the wrong time. Period. You know, it, it didn't have to be like because you are in this type of environment and you're around all these white people with money. Right. And because you've now graduated to a better lifestyle than where your broke ass was before, you need to behave and act accordingly when you're in these spaces. And it could have just been like, y'all, this is the, the wrong time, the wrong place. Period. And, and it could have been narrated like that. But I think once we start jumping on a bandwagon, like, how dare you at Fashion Week and so-and-so. Right. So. Do you know how many of those yeah. people was coped the fuck exactly. out of their minds? Like, let's keep it real. Like, exactly. they were just trying to get the right angles, which was clearly apparent because all the videos were trash. I'm like, yeah. everybody was on drugs that yeah. night. So I'm exactly. just like, leave her alone. Nobody was focused like, you know what, I'm sober. Let me get this good side. Let me tell you something. Like, I would have right. had the eye on the sparrow. My college tuition like loans would have been paid. And I'd been too. like, well, thank you, girl. I might have been the one yelling out world star, though. And I might have been on Cardi's side because I do feel like Nikki, as of lately, has been... Um, lately? And maybe I'm saying lately in like the past year, couple years. Oh, okay. But she's been uh, kind of like a, a bully in a sense and very entitled. Like, because I'm Nicki Minaj and you didn't thank me, and you were on a song I for me, I feel like you should have been right, You should have been bowing down to me. Like, right. it's like, girl, boo. Like, that's like me being on Oprah show, or or I'm a, a talk show host now, right? Right. And my show is popping, and I did an interview with Oprah, and, like, I, I still have my own popping talk show. Now, because me and Oprah were in, like, the same interview together, I should be singing her praises, like, oh, my God, right. Oprah, Oprah. And if it's Oprah, I might do that for Oprah. But, no, Nikki, you like Oprah, boo. Right. right. Like, girl, bye. I think the biggest thing for me, and that's even something that I was going to talk to you about when I'm interviewing you, is the yeah. fact of, like, this 
this mindset of like, oh, I'm I'm passing the baton down. Yeah. I'm like, get this you can elevated get your baton. auntie ass attitude yeah. out of here. So that's pretty much all I wanted to cover was the fact of like seeing how everyone's reactions yeah. to me was just more so concerned that, oh, we can't cut up at a white, I'll cut up wherever. Yeah. Okay. On site means if I'm at the quinoa bar at Whole Foods, yes. that means if I'm sitting here getting a pedicure at fucking Fashion Nails, wherever <laughs> I see you, I don't care if we are shopping for fucking funeral attire, it is on site. But you know what? Nikki from a video that I saw, Nikki was yelling on site, like her and her girlfriend. So it was like she kind of wanted the gas. She wanted, so. the, she wanted the gas, but she she's the epitome of the type of bitch I've never liked. In the sense of, like, yeah. don't talk shit as you're standing on the couch in VIP surrounded by security. Exactly. exactly. Because you already know that no one is going to have time to exactly. get to your ass like they really want to. Exactly. But moving right along into something else that happened that was amazing at Fashion Week, Slickwoods, Rihanna's Muse. Yes. First off, looks sickening yes. in her Savage Fenty Couture pieces. She was a on savage for that. It came out that the girl was in labor. Yes. Like, how amazing are black people, or just women, period. But, like, come on, girl. You were standing there looking cunt for yes. the gods. And then had the audacity to be like, oh, no, son, you'll get here in another 10 hours. Mama has a fashion right? show to play. Right? She put I labor on hold to walk a runway in heels. Heel. And then stood, took pictures. I saw fucking Snapchats afterward. Like, you were casually yes. getting to the hospital. Contractions and all. So, how did you feel in the sense of, like, a lot of people, when she first came out as being pregnant, and even Cardi B, case in point, said that how, like, people are like, you're going to throw away your career, blah, blah, blah. Do you feel that the stigma of, like, pregnancy is the same? And then she had the added thing of the fact that she's, like, an open lesbian, or I should say queer. I don't know exactly what she identifies with in the LGBTQ plus community, but she doesn't solely identify as straight, right? Yeah. I really just thought it was interesting how people were so confused that she could have a child. Like, yeah. is her uterus not in her body anymore? Like, I think we we tend to, I think we we tend to not want to catch up with the times. Exactly. Like, I think we know that things have changed, and what was once something that we would shun or that was looked down upon is normal and it's perfectly fine. And mm-hmm. I think it's some people who still want to project those type of negative perceptions mm-hmm. on women. Um, and on the LGBTQ community and, and say, like, what you're doing still isn't normal, so we're still not accepting it. And so with that being said, it's a problem, and now we're going to talk about it. Exactly. And I hope my comments and I hope my article and I hope my tweet goes viral so everybody else can jump on this bandwagon and agree with me. And it's just like, shut up. Like, no one's thinking about that anymore like you're thinking about it. I felt like this for everybody who was concerned. I'm like, did y'all send a baby shower gift? Like, were you out here sitting there putting in on this kid's college tuition? Were you pulling up with Pampers? Like, what's the tea? Because that was something that I just found so ridiculous. Everybody has an opinion or everyone Mm -hmm. always wants to make something look like a problem, but not many people will bring a solution. Yeah. And that's the mindset. Like, I understand celebrity and gossip, and I love a good tea moment with my girls. But at the end of the day, it's just like, okay, sis. Yeah. How are you this invested? When your edges are falling why, out. Yeah, when you, you ain't got shit so together. Why you care so much? Like, you should be focused on the mistakes that you've made okay. in life and, and how that looks. And if you don't care about what other people say, like, people always say, I don't I don't care what nobody got to say about me or I'm me and only God can Until judge me. Somebody let says only God something. judge those people. Exactly. Like, let, let, them, let them deal with whatever they're dealing with, how they want to deal with it, living how they want to live. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Mind yours. 
And that's something that when it comes down to it, nobody lives by the golden rule. Yeah. And I understand how tempting it is, especially when it's like, oh, I'm never going to meet this person. But the energy that you put out is definitely the energy that you will get back. Yep. So I'm like, shout out to her and her fine ass baby daddy. Have you right? seen all the Girl, if I you're have. not straight and that's who you chose, excellent decision. Because exactly. he is fucking fine. And you know what? Like, more than anything, I feel... We just have to emphasize that this woman walked in a New York Fashion Week runway show while pregnant in labor. That has in to be in the Guinness Book. In lingerie. And there was another girl that was pregnant, too. Yeah. I love, like, in general, it's not that Rihanna has reinvented the wheel. Yeah. You know, like, yes, Bobby Brown has plenty a plethora of color palettes. There was Queen Collection. You had Black Opal. Yes, we understand that this is not the first black uh makeup line or the first you know black lingerie line but the thing is the fact that she is just taking normal people and showing the magic of everybody and the fact that you do not have to live by these ridiculous standards that's what to me is revolutionary and why everyone is so loyal to her brand yeah and when rihanna does it nobody has nothing to say about it nobody's like how dare she put you know a plus-size woman in her show, or how dare she put a pregnant woman? No one, no one gives her this negative feedback. No, it's celebrated and congratulated. But if someone outside of Rihanna were to do it, it might be looked down upon, or it might be, it might come off as like untasteful. So it's more so Rihanna kind of like breaking that barrier and making it no, more acceptable, so yeah. more people can continue to do that. And I think that's a, it's an, you bring up an excellent point. I just hope we get to the place in the world where, or in society, where it doesn't have to be trend setting right. to be yourself. Right. You know, like where someone doesn't have to break a barrier for plus size women exactly. or for the LGBTQ community or for blackness or for whatever the marginalized group is, yep. you know, someone shouldn't have to be brave enough for everyone to just be accepted. And that's, that's truly where I'm trying to get to. Yep. But not in 45's America. Okay, no, we not are at no, all. We're ending on a high note, a yeah. happy note. So you don't get no energy. At all. Yeah. So here is my favorite part. Yes, take a sip of your mimosa, girl, because mm-hmm. it's about to get real. Um, so I have a question. Okay. Like I said, you have been one of my favorite people to watch how you have glowed up, to take on the ad world with your own business, your own brand that is supporting not even just millennials and Gen Xers, anyone who wants to be creative yes. and be you know, finally heard and stop having to go through 50 million rounds of revisions over should the box be blue and white or black and white and people ain't listening to you no fucking way. So to see Brand Chicago come into, you know, this this space that it is currently within the Chicagoland area as well as outside of it, I am so, so proud of you. you, So first and foremost, I have just got to know, like, we met when we were, like, two fresh-faced girls in the ad world. We thought we was going to be on our, like, Sex in the City shit or whatever. <laughs> so, fast forward. How have you, like, become this advertising badass? Like, when it was your fucking moment, I'm just going to do it myself. Man, I mean, to be honest with you, if you work in advertising and you are a black individual, period, um, you know how the politics in the industry affect you. Um, and you see how... Some of the the bull that takes place in these meetings, like there were times where I was being left off of meetings, but then expected to know everything that was going on on a project. Right. There were times when, you know, all the busy work was being thrown my way, but then as something else, I, if I couldn't execute this 100% and, and perfectly, it was a problem, but you didn't see that you were just giving me all the busy work. It's little subtle things like if I walk into work late, we got to have a meeting. It is a big deal. 
But man, like Adam walks into work late every day and there's nothing said to him. And, and maybe it's because you just recognize my black ass walking in late. Right. But it was the politics. But the breaking point for me was I got tired of making these companies who were already rich richer. Like the accounts that I was working on, these are multi-million dollar companies. And we're sitting here working till 12 o'clock at night on a campaign to make this brand more money. And I know a ton of small business owners or young black people and older black people who are trying to start their own businesses and they don't have the strategy to create brands that are that big or they don't exactly. have the resources to do what I'm doing for a brand that if Chevrolet doesn't put another ad out for a year, that's not going to stop people from going to Chevy's dealership and buying. They, they've built that brand and established it. So for me, it was just like, I'm tired of making them richer. I'm tired of the politics. I'm tired of being the only black person in this space. I'm tired of, of the little the little conflicts that I, I have to deal with from every now and then. Um, the microaggressions, right. a lot of it because I'm black, like I just didn't have the time for it. And so I made my exit. <laughs> yeah, girl, <laughs> that ain't number the word. Yeah. So you started Brand Chicago, and it's something that has been super encouraging to, to people of color and even people who aren't black. You yeah. know, I see you show up to your events. So when it comes down to it, have you found that the powers that be are now these, you know, brands that weren't supporting you or are like I like to call it the plated luncheon crew of black yeah. people, you know, the aunties that really may not necessarily have seen it? You know, like, oh, why are you going to quit your job? Do you find now, like, are they more so supportive or are they more like, oh, we were there, we remember, girl? Um, I don't get any support from uh -huh. from them. Um, I don't, they don't celebrate what I've done, and I'm just being blunt. Like, it's, it's not celebrated. It's not a reach back and let me know if you need anything. Um, I will shout out, however, Mark Glanville. Oh, Glanville, yes. He reaches out to me uh, multiple times, and he's like, hey, if you want to use the space at my agency for your next workshop or whatever, I'm here if you ever need me to speak on something. And this guy is amazing, like a wealth of knowledge, um, and should be getting paid for speaking on anything. And he's always, like, volunteering his time. And right. I appreciate that, that he sees me that way. Um, John Kasman. Uh, what? <laughs> okay. Common ground people look out still. Okay. Um, but what I mean is that I've had mentors. Um, before Brand Chicago was created, and they don't support, and, and I don't want to say like they don't support, like I've asked them to support or something like that, but it's not like they they come to events or mm -hmm. they are asking me if I need anything. If they're, It's not like they're donating stuff as sponsors, but at the same time, I don't look for that, so I don't take it personal, and I don't think I really thought about it until you just said, gotcha. if, if anyone that maybe was a mentor before or who work with me in like a bigger capacity reach back. But I, I, I'm so tunnel vision and like laser exactly. focused and I don't look for that. I side hustle so hard that I fund my own organization and that's just what it is. And so it will grow to a point where maybe one day they will want to see how they can help and contribute or provide resources. And at that time, like, you know, I'm not going to be a bitch. It's like, cool. Thank you, because I still need it. I will not turn exactly. down resources. But, you Just know, so that I, I know. peak game. Right. I peak game. I peak your cards. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, <laughs> I remember I'm going to keep it cute and not bring it up, but right. I know that you know that I know. Exactly. I know. I, I be seeing. Okay. So, yeah. in terms of, like you said, lack of professional support, and I'm totally not going to be all up in your personal business. No, go ahead. So, I know you have an amazing boyfriend that, and first and foremost, let me just say, 
you totally deserve this because I'm oh, like, thanks, boo. everyone deserves happiness, but it's like, I think sometimes we get so focused on like the professional and killing it, we forget like, okay, we need a personal life as well. So yes. without going in too much into that, like how has he served to also be a support system for you? Yeah. Well, I think one thing that works with he and I is we have balance. So I'm the entrepreneurial one that's, you know, really ambitious about having my own business and figuring out new avenues of cash flow and stuff like that. And he's not the entrepreneurial type. He's happy, you know, being a young professional. Um, he works in education for CPS. And because we have this balance, we're not competing. So it's not whose business is going to be the best or whose event is going to be the best or who's making more money and who's not. It's, we don't have any disagreements over stuff like that. It's like, hey, I have this event coming up. And he's like, okay, I'm there. What do you need? Like, yes. I'm here to support you. And I think the biggest thing for me is the support and the understanding that I'm a busy woman, that I typically have a lot of work to do. I make sacrifices because, you know, I, I have to. I'm not financially where I want to be at. And he's been very supportive, like, on that journey. And I have friends, like, I'll be transparent with you. I have friends who are um, just as busy as I am, actually more busy as I am, some have recently gotten married. Uh -huh. um, some are in relationships now. But some of them feel as though their spouse doesn't understand the the, the life that they that they Maybe. committed to. Like, I, I'm marrying an alpha female who don't play, um, who's about her business, about her money. It can. And now that they're they're in this, their men sometimes still feel intimidated, get jealous. Um, don't understand, like, why are you always, why you got to speak everywhere? Um, and so I, I appreciate that that's not my story right now. Right. So, yeah, I appreciate him for that a lot. And that's amazing because that's what, when you do have those hard days, and, yes, it's amazing when you hustle and when you see the fruits of your labor and event, but yeah. that still can be something that's like everyone has those days where you're just like, Whoa. Yep. I'm tired, mm -hmm. and I need someone to just be like, lay your head on my shoulder, yeah. I got you. So, yeah. that's amazing. Or to be like, did you finish your work? Like, Accountability! <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's, a lot of times it's like, you know, are you done with your work? Did you finish what you said you was going to do? Exactly. Um, and I appreciate that, too, because it's like, Sometimes I'm easily distracted, so I'd rather hang out with him. I'd rather be like, you know, exactly. forget this stuff, like, let's kick it, or, you know, let's go eat somewhere, or, or let's watch a movie, and, and he'll be quick to be like, should we finish our work? He better be the Derwin and your Melanie uh, on the game. You know? Well, before they, the first thing exactly, did, before exactly. everything just went nuts. Exactly. Before he cheated on her with oh, Janae, that girl. whole thing. Yeah. And she was Whitney, too, in the Bobby Brown. And she did good. She did amazing. I'll give it. I'll give it to her. Yes. So... We already know that, like, we kind of are in a society of poses and lurkers. How do you keep yourself focused, you know? And also, with that focus, where do you see Brand Chicago going? Like, what do you want to be the, the when people say, like, this is what Brittany Applegate came and did? Yeah. Um, when it comes to, like, paying attention maybe to, to uh, lurkers and mm -hmm. things like that, I honestly don't see it at all, and and I think it's because I'm very disconnected these days from a lot of the popular groups and a lot of what's hot. Um, I live, like, outside of Chicago now, probably, like, 45 minutes away, and in traffic is more than an hour. And so I'm not always at the happy hours. I can't always make the events like I used to, right. uh, the networking events. And so I think I'm 
kind of disconnected from a lot of the conversation. And even socially, on social media, my social listening game hasn't been that high for what's hot and what's popping. Exactly. So it helps me have even more tunnel vision, and I just focus on myself, period. I focus on Brand Chicago. I focus on what are the questions that our community is asking that we can find the answers to. And that is what I try to develop programming around. If there is something that a young that a young entrepreneur is Googling, if there's something that a young professional is interested in learning more about for their next career move, my job is to figure out how can we come up with the next workshop or program that is going to make this uh, beneficial to them. So I'm trying to be the answer to everyone's questions that fall within the Brand Chicago community. And when it comes to Brand Chicago in the long run, um, I see us being a space where that's all that happens. Like, I'll be honest, a, a, an organization that I look up to is, um, okay, I'm going blank on who that is. Who, who is Chicago? Who? Assembly something? General Assembly. General Assembly, okay. I love them. I love how they have consistent classes where you can further your education. They teach you things where you can take that back to the workplace if you want to. Or you can take that back to your, you know, your personal job or, you know, your own business that you can apply. And the the programming is so consistent when it comes out. Exactly. And I appreciate that. And I, I love that. And I've participated. I see Brand Chicago having something similar where we also have a space where you can learn something that you can take back to your workplace that can diversify the pipeline. And then at the same time, you can take these skills that you're learning now and take them back to your business and continue to grow and scale. And so that's kind of where I see things going in the future. I'm just trying to make sure that whatever I'm doing right now, I'm being consistent as possible. Like, yes. excellence is the ability to perform at a high level over and over and over again. And so if I can, if I can put workshops out and, and they sell out, at this level with just 30, 40 people every single time over and over and over and over again, then now I'm ready to just grow a little bit more. And so until I keep doing that, then I'm going to stay at the level I'm at and slowly grow. Perfect. Well, yeah. baby, and I tell you, I am so happy that Thank you, you came Joy. on the show. My first live show, there's nobody else I could have thought that I would have wanted to have bring on. So you already know, if you need me to help I do. you to support yep. Grand <laughs> Chicago. I'm there, even if it's just a body in a chair to give you that encouragement. So For sure. What they don't you. know is that in 2019, so we're doing 2019 planning, hey. and Joy is going to teach a whole workshop oh, all right. about <laughs> starting your own podcast and communicating. Wow. Because <laughs> a lot of people are interested in starting podcasts. They don't know how to do it. True. And I don't know if y'all could hear the quality in these microphones right now but the setup joy has is two professional um (laughs) microphones that we're speaking into she got a whole producer with with everything to like make this so professional so we're not talking into laptops (laughs) y'all shout out to jake the producer we're not talking into laptops like this this is legit and i'm so proud of you joy thank you thank you so much so let me just wrap up really quick with my motivational message all i have to say is consistency will take you far and as much as i love hustling and being that girl that's ambitious and an alpha female if you all can hear this noise this is what makes me fucking happy to see the joy on black people's faces kicking back drinking mimosas 
we are a community, we're a people, we're a society. We give so much to so many other entities in this world. So to have the opportunity to be with one another, that is what I want us to appreciate. To have the foresight to put together events like this that are still open yes. to everyone. It's not saying like, uh-uh, we, ain't, we don't want to see white people. No, it's not yes. that at all. But to come into our world and to really just see when black people get together, man, it's a good it's fucking magical. time. It's yes. magic, you know? Yes. So do not take that for granted. While you hustling, while you out here getting it, take back and take those moments to sit there and be like, you know what? I'm going to kick it today, and yes. I'm going to have a good time. And so I want everyone to go into their Monday, focused, getting it, living their best life like Lil Duval, doing it with a little jig and a little happiness yes. in their heart. And I will catch y'all next week where Joy has questions. Bye!